0: Good morning. Welcome to Emanuel Meets Business, Business Therapy with Christine Salvo. Today I have a lovely guest, Christina Wood. She is a licensed rapid transformational therapist, a certified hypnotherapist, empowerment coach, and Reiki master. She combines her background in corporate leadership along with her life experiences in dealing with trauma and abandonment to empower other women to trust their intuition and set themselves free of self-doubt. As the CEO and founder of Wise Woods Hypnotherapy and Coaching, Christina has extensive experience working on complex challenges and pulling potential out of others so that they can become self reliant individuals. Through this deep hypnotherapy and coaching work, she empowers women to shed old programming so they can live the life they deserve. She has been honing in on her intuition and spiritual energy practice throughout her entire life, and it is this experience knowledge and wisdom that she brings to every client during each session. Christina wants everyone to stop looking outside for what they need and instead look inside themselves. She helps her clients step into their true authentic self, free of self-sabotaging behavior, so they can live a full, deep, meaningful life with potential. Wonderful! That was a mouthful also helping a lot of people and I love that. So oh, I always have to know, you know, I'm, I'm just a curious person. Where did this journey begin for you?
1: You know, there was a pivotal point when I was picking some weeds in my pajamas in my backyard, and I had definitely a spiritual awakening that really shook me and made me realize I needed to change the course of my life. Um, And at that moment, I realized my marriage wasn't after 25 years, wasn't really going to move forward and my career of 30 years wasn't fulfilling and I had to figure stuff out. I had to figure out what I wanted. So that was a, a pivotal moment. But I would say before then, I really grew up believing I needed to be something that everybody expected. I did not grow up thinking I was good enough. I had a you know, single mom, oldest of four, kind of grew up very fast, lots of responsibilities. And, you know, just was always felt different. You know, the girl with, you know, not the right clothes or not the right, whatever. Um, Although on the outside, I think everyone thought I probably had a great life. I was homecoming queen. I got good grades, but I really struggled on the inside. And so I made up for it by trying to be an overachiever and getting the great career and and doing everything that looked like, you know, picket fence and everything's going to be okay. And of course that doesn't make everything okay. So, um, picking those weeds, I heard, I heard a little voice in my head that said, when are you going to stop for a moment and stop expecting everybody else to fix your problems and make you happy and start listening and looking inside. And that's when I knew I couldn't put my head in the sand anymore and had to start looking in at some of the stuff that was really painful and hard.
0: Yeah. That's so interesting, right? It's like yeah. it's like the burning bush. You're like, I was just go ahead and pulling weeds, and then all of a sudden, my life was like, yeah, it needs to be different,
1: right? Right, and you know what a metaphor, right? You know, I'm pulling out some weeds, and now, now the the type of hypnotherapy I do is getting to the root. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Full circle. There we go. I know. So,
1: what did you end up doing with your marriage? Well, I did get divorced. And, you know, I, I look at that time, of course, uh, is incredible. I have two wonderful boys. And I look at it as a time when, wow, I was a completely different person. And I was a a, a young woman, you know, in 25 years, I was married. So this wasn't, you know, a short marriage. Um, but I, I look at myself as someone who truly never felt good enough. And my life was full of self-sabotage, whether it was eating or credit card debt or um, arguments or just creating chaos all the time in my life, stress and chaos constantly. And that was how I survived when I was young. I, I had so many survival skills and I just didn't understand. I didn't see them. I didn't know what they were, and why they were in my life. I didn't certainly know I was creating these things. Um, and that my mirror, my world was a mirror and reflecting back at me. But now I do. I look back and I see, of course, you know, where I took part in in all the things that that maybe helped that dismantle and and not work out. But um, you know, yeah, it didn't work out, that marriage.
0: I love that you had the courage to realize that and then to take action. It's a really, really hard thing to do.
1: Oh you're you're right. It really it really is. And, um, it's not one you, you know, you move on. It's, it's, it's still something I learn from and I'm still shedding and releasing and growing and, uh, spiritually and physically and emotionally from, and it's, you know, it's been a while now. So, um, but yeah, you're right. It takes a lot of courage. And I, I think the moment was when I just realized, of course, I wanted my children to see happiness and a happy relationship, but I just realized I wasn't being my best self. And who was that? I had no idea. I had no idea. I knew there was a lot of stuff in there and I was petrified to find out, but I knew I needed to find out. And, you know, and, and, and this, journey has led me on so many things personally, but it's the reason I I literally left my corporate career of 30 years. And, and now I'm in a new, completely different field.
0: Wow. So one of the reasons I, I kind of like that origin story is, you know, I tend to have the belief that, um, I want to know that, you know, what you're talking about from a personal level you know, that you've taken the chances and that you've had the risks and you've kind of done the hero's journey, right? Mm -hmm. You stepped into the wide open abyss. And I think that it takes being that raw and real and courageous to really be able to show up and help people.
1: I, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, there's so many moments now when I'm with clients where I think, oh, okay, universe, that's why I had to fall on my face for that. That's, that's, I wouldn't have the depth of empathy or understanding or perspective if I hadn't gone through that or experienced that. And, you know, we don't have to experience everything to, in order to have empathy. But for me, yes, that, that journey has made my connection with people and what I do, I believe really, it just allows me to have a a different connection, a deeper connection. And those are the women that I, I tend to work with. I've, I've been there. I mean, just this morning, I was on the phone with a woman who's a, a young mom and, you know, struggling with being a mom and working and, and, you know, the struggles you have with your spouse and, and, not wanting things to go a certain way and starting to see signs of disconnection. And I could see myself in every sentence she was saying, you know, and, and commend her for the courage to say, you know, time out. I don't want this to go and get any bigger and hairier than it is right now. I want to stop it and I want to learn from it. And why, why do I create such a, you know, a a crazy morning and why do I, act like that? Why do I say that? What do I feel that? And find out how they can change it and take ownership.
0: Yeah. So the, the theme, you know, our, our topic today is, um, self-sabotage, why we do it and how to end it. And I just can't wait. So (laughs) the floor is yours.
1: Good old (laughs) (laughs) self-sab. You know, um, you know, it is hard to swallow sometimes when we think about self-sabotage comes in, you know, there's addiction, there's some of the obvious ones, but self-sabotage can be procrastinating and, um, you know, and and creating chaos and, and putting too much on our schedule. And so it, it comes in all different forms, self-sabotage, you know, uh, making such a busy schedule that you don't have the, the time for yourself is a form of self-sabotage. So, you know, there's a big, big, broad um, window here for self-sabotage, but at the end of the day, it's important to know that our, our mind, its primary job is to keep us safe and it doesn't necessarily care if it's right or wrong or good or bad, how it does that its job is to keep us safe. And so as it's navigating your life with you and you're learning things about yourself and the world. And we have these programs, you know, obviously as a hypnotherapist, I dive very deep into the subconscious, which is 95% calling the shots in our world. So 95% of how we feel about ourselves, the world is in our subconscious meaning on autopilot. So, you know, just like how you just drive a car, you put a spoon in your mouth, you breathe, it's autopilot, the way you think, some of the things we do, how we feel, that's on autopilot as well. We don't think consciously that it necessarily is because we think we're smarty pants and, and you know, we got it all under control, but um, that's only 5% of our, our conscious mind and we need our conscious mind, of course, but subconsciously we absolutely are, have been programmed to believe and 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 feel a certain way, and many of those programs have been created to keep us safe, and so self sabotage comes in. Uh, one of my big self sabotage um, sabotaging behaviors was credit card debt. Shop, 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 um, and let me feel a you know get get my needs met by some other means other than really addressing why I didn't feel like my needs were met. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um and so it was, you know, band-aid, band-aid, band up, pay off the credit card debt, then do it all over again until I realized, okay, why do I keep doing this? Um and and yet. Doing that was an immediate satisfaction. It did make me feel good momentarily, obviously not long-term, you know, it it didn't help me. So the first thing is understanding our mind is doing something to keep us safe or keep us feeling protected or give us attention and, you know, why you have a self-sabotaging behavior um, it might be a little bit different, but for the most part, our mind is never creating a behavior for um, a bad reason. Even, you know, addiction is often to have some type of connection with with someone or something or feel closer to something or, um, you know, there's there's a few different reasons, of course, but I think that's the first and foremost. So, um, you know, I'm curious if you have any self-sabotaging behaviors you're curious to dive into, and then we can go down that avenue.
0: Oh that's fun um yeah to pick your poison on this one so (laughs) (laughs) the list I was like check 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 so I would be willing to definitely dive into um putting too much on my plate okay yeah so I tend to run behind run over run all over the place um yeah let's go
1: yeah, let's go. Okay. So I would ask, you know, I would ask some questions about what that feels like when you're, you know, when you're, you know, running all over the place and how that feels and why, why you do in the first place. Because remember, we're always in charge of our schedule. So we don't need to, we don't have to put all that stuff on our plate. If you've ever noticed other people are, have professions where they're, you know, lawyers and doctors. I know I have some friends with these huge professions and why do they always have time for Pilates? Why do they always have time for walks on the beach? I don't get it, you know, when other people are running around crazy. So it's, you know, it's 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 definitely a mindset, but procrastination or putting too much time on your um, things on your schedule can often have to do. Um, one of them might be the fear of being seen. Um, oftentimes if we're too busy, then, whatever it is that we're avoiding it's it can be you know we're avoiding something whether it's um maybe it's if i do this i don't have to go out and find a relationship um or i don't have to be with myself and my thoughts because you know i'm i'm creating this very busy schedule i don't have to be still and think about what's you know these other thoughts that are going on in my mind um it can also be um I don't know if any of that resonates or if, you know, and you don't have to say whether it does or not. Um, I would also always ask clients, one of the techniques that I use is um, we ask the body because our, our body is our subconscious mind. So a fascinating tool is, is what we call RFPI role function, purpose, and intention, which is asking our body, where do we feel this feeling in, in our body? And if this part had a voice Let's ask this part some questions and it, let's just say it had a voice and let's say, all right, this part is this part of Christine that came up with creating a busy schedule and, and um, you know, and and always being busy and, and chaos or, you know, however the words that you want to use. So I'm the part of Christine that came up with this part and the purpose that I'm here is to, and then you finish the sentence, because, and in our subconscious mind, it just starts to tell us these answers. The
0: first thing that pops up in my head is I want to do it all. (laughs) Okay. So there's maybe, um, for me, it's like the FOMO. Like, uh, yeah.
1: Okay. You want to do it all. I want to do it all. So I want to, so then I'd ask you this. I'm the part of Christine who came up with trying to do it all. And I feel then in my purpose in her life is to. Experience everything. And I need to do that because
0: life is an adventure.
1: Ah, so an interesting tool is we were all born with, or an interesting concept is we were all born with these three jars and these three jars are a jar. If you can imagine inside, imagine if we had like this crystal cave inside of our chest and deep deep inside are these jars of control safety and approval so we're born whether whatever your higher power is that you believe and i i walk through this often with all of my clients so we're when we're born our jars of control and safety and approval are completely full You've never met a baby who feels like they aren't enough, who doesn't, you know, who cares if their thighs are chunky or they have food on their face or, you know, you've never met a baby who like tries to walk falls and goes forget it I'm not doing that, you know what that was too tough. I might fail. I might look ridiculous. I don't want to embarrass myself. I'm not going out there today and doing that again. It's just not, they don't care. They're not seeking approval. They're already approved of they're doing it. We're going for it. Right. It's not until later that we get these things. So when we live from a place where our jars are always filled, we don't need to, we don't seek those outside. When we start to give our jars away to other people for example control to other people or outside of us is when we start to feel like we're losing control and we overcompensate so a lot of times we give our jar of pro- of control away to other people so one of the questions that's really good to ask would be is what why would you feel opposed to giving up all that control mm. Why would you feel opposed to giving up all
0: of that control?
1: Or experiencing all those great things?
0: I don't want to be bored.
1: Okay. And if you were bored, that reminds you of just like when? Huh. (laughs) And we go deep.
0: I'm so terrible at being bored. We'd go, here you go, we'd go deeper and deeper. We go it. deeper, I love yeah, it.
1: we'd go deeper and deeper. So, um,
0: so what but- I would, how I would answer that, um, not necessarily directly, but I can tell you that boredom is the most uncomfortable emotion for me. I'll take sadness, mm. I'll take anger, I'll take um, all of that over boredom. Boredom is like, <laughs> <It's> barf. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I would I would dig a little bit and find out what 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 that feeling of boredom really feels like for you because it it might be attached to something else, it might be attached to you know some other emotion because when it's only when we when we give our jar out there to the universe for something other than ourselves to satisfy us that's when we Create self sabotaging behaviors. When you take your jar back and you're like, I'm already in control, I'm already capable of experiencing everything in life. I'm already capable of never ever being bored. I'm already, that's already who I am. I will never ever be bored. Mm -hmm. I'm already magical. I'm already this fairy dust of magic walking around the planet. I'm already in control. I'm calm. I'm loved. I'm approved of. I'm safe. I already am. You feel already like calm and at ease. You already, your schedule feels like, why do I have all these things on my schedule? I don't know. I don't need all this shit. (laughs) Stop. Excuse me. So, um, you know, you know, I don't need all this. So it's, Very often we dig a little bit and we find out where we're, we're handing something to someone else to satisfy that's usually attached to self-sabotage. So, um, you know, we're giving our jar of approval to other people is a huge one. Um, when, when we are self approving of ourselves and know that we're already approved of, we don't need anything else to be approved of. And we take that back because we gave our jar to somebody else, you know, I, I, I had, um, I had many, many clients come to me for people pleasing, which is definitely can be self-sabotaging because you put your own needs last and, you know, uh, mothers do this so often, you know, yes to, to the kids and everybody else. And then we're very last on the list, right. To, to get our needs met and, um, whatever else, you know, we need, or even, even when it comes to dinner, you know, feed ourselves last because make sure everyone else is taken care of. But when we take care of ourselves last, we'll it's just like charging your phone. I doubt we'd charge our phone last. We'd probably charge it first. We want that phone all day, right? So it's just like taking care of ourselves. We we need to fuel ourselves just as much as everybody else. So people pleasing is a big form of self-sabotage. And normally that's because we're seeking approval and avoiding rejection, wanting connection. Um, and And we've given it to other people to do that for us instead of just knowing we can do it ourselves. Mm, I love that yeah I'm like
0: I'm like tell me more. Uh, yes, I have this yes, the jars mine yes yes the jars
1: <laughs> yes the jar the
0: jar is yours yeah I was I was sitting there with my eyes closed like mm-hmm. Yep, that's right.
1: (laughs) I know, I know, I love it. It's like, give me that jar back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I mean, I think as you were saying before, it's very, it's very unconscious behavior. You're not necessarily purposely going out in the world and giving your jars away. It's kind of a, you know, it's a social strategy you probably learned as a child or were taught through your family system or somewhere along the way. And now it's just kind of reprogramming that. Now it's just being like, oh, I'm doing this unconscious behavior. Now I want to make it conscious.
1: And change yes. it. Yeah. Well, and you know, social media and the whole world acts like we need something in order to feel good or be good or be enough. And you know, we, we, you can't get away from that. So we've, we we learn at a very early age. Well, I must not be enough the way I am. So I must need to give my jars away to go get those puppies filled up, uh, and uh, we start creating. Yeah, sub subconscious level behaviors to rectify that and when we can just identify what those are and just find out you know i i now know with such empathy i didn't want i wasn't sab- i wasn't trying to spend all my savings on with credit cards buying things i didn't need i was trying to find connection and love and i didn't know any other way to do that i didn't feel safe i didn't feel loved that was how i did it instead of drugs i did that <laughs> I mean, I could have easily done something else, but now I never do that. I don't even have any credit card debt because my cups are full and I'm happy and I'm content. And And now I have other resources when I don't feel that way. I get that cup filled some other way. I, I know exactly why I feel that way now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So for, for people listening that are like, okay, that's me, <laughs> <laughs> what's what's something that, you know, you can kind of offer as, uh, you know, like the bumper sticker therapy, something quick and easy as a reset for either, you know, the asking the body or the three jars or or something that you find that's just really a good, quick bounce back, right? Because our minds wander and we do it, like you said, it's, it's a lot of um, unconscious behavior. so.
1: Yeah. Just your mind pays attention to every word you say. So just say exactly what you want and say it in the present tense. Our mind doesn't future pace. So if you want something, you know, don't say in 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 six months, I want to lose 10 pounds. It's, <laughs> I am, I am shedding weight. I'm losing weight. I'm, I am as mis- you know, I'm, I'm whatever your goal is. I'm, you know, 180 now I'm looking great. I'm walking down the beach. I feel fantastic. The words you say by far are some of the most important things you will absolutely ever, ever do for yourself.
0: Mm, I like it. So Christina, for anyone that's listening, that's interested in knowing more about you or where to find you, where could they find
1: you? Oh, thank you for asking. My website is wisewoods.com. That's W I S E W O O D S.com. And on there, there's things to download and audios and um, they can set up some time to chat with me if they're interested.
0: Wonderful. It's been a pleasure having you on. And I, I knew just from the title, I was like, and I need to hear this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we and, all do <laughs> and, and I'm actually I'm like oh yeah I got this like I really just it was that quick of a reset and I'm like yeah okay yeah I'm just gonna keep saying like oh I, I got this and it's gonna yep. all work out and uh it's been better than I imagined and um yeah I'm excited so thanks thank for you. having me yes thank you thank you This has been Humanity Meets Business, Business Therapy with Christine Salvo, Licensed Marriage and Family Therapist, Advanced Certified Mediator, and Master Practitioner of Hypnosis and NLP. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.